0: Welcome to Soul Coach, the podcast. My name is April, your spiritual life coach, Reiki practitioner, and intuitive healer. This podcast is all about the newly awakened. And as we have entered in the age of Aquarius, collectively, more people are becoming awakened. This podcast is my diary of events of my personal spiritual journey. Take a ride with me as we collectively try to move the consciousness forward. Welcome to season five of Soul Coach, the podcast. Hey, you guys! Welcome to season five of Soul Coach the podcast. Woo! I just want to take a deep breath. So here we are, season five. I just want to thank everybody that has been with me from the beginning, and um, and if you're new to the show, welcome. So I wanted to do this podcast series about re- spirituality and racism. Now, the first part of it is going to be about racism. And the reason I think that I need to give you guys a couple of um, insight into me and how I even got onto this spiritual path, you know, people that personally know me know that I have a very diverse group of friends and I have always had a very diverse group of friends because um that's how spirit has moved me throughout my life. So, you know, when you hear things like I don't see color da 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 like I truly don't. You know, um my best friend, my first friend that I ever had was a white girl, her name was Robin. And when I was five, she told me she no longer can be my friend because I was black. And that womb carried with me until until my adulthood hood, which I had to clear which I'll talk about that later on during this series and that being said I had to um I had a lot of issues with self-worth am i good enough is it because I'm black is that why you're acting like this so it carried with me my uh, my entire life from high school college my career, all the above. So, you know, these wounds are deep. And I'm not the only person of color that have wounds that are so deep that a lot of us bury. And uh, when we see things that's going on in the news and, and what's going on collectively, it triggers those wounds. It triggers those things that, you know, we think we've healed, but we really haven't, you know. And it's this gaping room that is, uh, it's America. (laughs) And, uh, with this new shift in the consciousness, it, it was about to happen. So here, here, here we are June 1st, 2020, and I have been trying to record this podcast for days now. And I kept getting, you need to rest. You're tired. You're overwhelmed. There's a lot going on. You need to rest. I was like, no, I got to get it to the people. (laughs) June 1st. That's, I got to get it out. People are dependent on this. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh my god! No, seriously. So I was just like, I definitely have to say something. And then like I had started recording and then my son won't let me be great. And I'm like, yo, like I've got to record this podcast, little dude. Like get on your hoverboard, get on your, do what, whatever it is that you need to do. Cause you got 10,000 things over there that I, and I'm just trying to finish up work. I got emails. I got 90, I got so much going on. Right. So, and on top of that, I'm tired and I'm trying to like really eat healthy. And my birthday's coming up in a couple of months and I have all these things on my shoulders. But I was like, what I wanted to talk about is not what spirit wanted me to talk about. And I'm like, but I wrote it down. <laughs> this is, this is what I want to talk about. And, um, and then the president just pretty much declared war on his citizens, which I'm like, What is this about? Then he's got his. (laughs) Then he has his photo op with a church with his hand on a Bible. (laughs) It's like, quote me a verse, Trump. Quote me a verse. I want to hear it. (laughs) God, I can't deal. I cannot deal with the transparency of how fake he is. But anyway, and I'm like, this is intuitively, and this is where the spirituality comes into play. When you see, I I am a black woman in America, and um, my life has been, um, I've been very blessed. But those those blessings do come with adversity, and throughout my life, there has been adversity with my race and not getting paid what I'm worth, um, having, you know, the same education as someone else that, you know, I'm a woman and a black, you know what I'm saying? So it's like a double minority, but we're always, you know, striving for the best, even when we're at the bottom of the totem pole, right? And, uh, and we're constantly educating ourselves, moving forward, we are like number one in growing in entrepreneurship. We do all these things because we have to come with all these accolades in order to just get in a room and not even sit at the table, but just to get in in the room. Right. So I am a black woman, but I'm a very in tune spiritual black woman. So I can feel things and magnitudes that you are not able to feel. And I'm not saying you as listened, but, like, you know, some of you guys are not empaths. You just, you know, are very spiritual. But when you're an empath, a true empath, it doesn't matter about the race. You can feel, like, when they had, you know, the Latino kids in cages, I cried. Because I'm like, why would you do that to kids? Like, what is wrong with you? And then, you know, that was you know, last year and I mean the border and they still had these kids and it's just like that didn't go away. That's still there. Right? But that had nothing that that had nothing to do with me personally because I'm black. I have my own struggles, right? But it does because I'm an empath and I'm a human being. So I'm gonna feel that over there. Because that's who we are as spiritual beings, right? So I I struggle with that a little bit because I am a black woman, but at the same time, I can see past the illusion of what the media is trying to do. It's like this show that they're putting on. And, uh, and we're all puppets and players in this show, right? And what they're doing overall is trying to control all of us and i have to be my true authentic self and be transparent when i say things like this because it's something that i've known for a long time and i've been shown and i've been seen. Seen, um all the empires they always fall right and this one is going to fall because this is uh, it's just meant it's just set up that way but in a progress in a The process of the system failing and being dismantled is going to be rough and it's going to be hard and um the next is going to hit our pockets because the economy is about to tank and it's just like what I see right so what do you and I'm going to come up with solutions at the end of the series but I just kind of like you know want to kind of brainstorm with you guys about like for you to get out of the anger of what is going on, and uh, and trust me, like I said, I can. It triggers that womb that's inside of me, that five year old girl that was told that she's not good enough because she's black, and I, that girl cannot be my friend anymore because her dad said that to me. So it triggers these wounds, and then throughout the years, you have this happen and that happen and this happen and that happen, and it's like, oh. Well, you know, and then a pandemic happened and it's like, oh, yeah, it's killing black people. And then they were like, oh, well, we don't have to worry about it. (laughs) It's just killing black people. It doesn't matter. Their life doesn't matter. And then that's when you start seeing people protesting. You know, about, about, you know, being able to go get their haircuts and things like that. And we're, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement is about us. In our lives of value, because it isn't, it hasn't been shown any value since we got, since we were stolen, (laughs) since we were stolen from our continent, right? Because Africa is a continent, not a country, because I hear people say country and I'm just like, no, it's an entire continent. But anyway, (sighs) I digress. So this is decades and decades and decades and generations of. Not being good enough, not being worthy. Your voice doesn't matter. You can scream as much as you want to. Racism exists, but it doesn't have to do anything with me because I'm white and I'm going to continue living my life. And I know I have a privilege, but I your problem is not my problem. Right? It's the same as those kids <laughs> being put in cages like animals that's Latino. It's like, oh, well, you know, they shouldn't have come over to America what what <laughs> do you not know the history of America like it just blows my mind so when we see these protests and it triggers us as black people and of pe- uh, uh, people of color and then you think about the spiritual side of it and you're like you can feel the anger you can feel the hurt the pain it makes you want to cry and it puts you in a constant state of, you know, being overwhelmed. And you're like trying to figure out, like, how can I help? What can I do? And you feel helpless. And that's the point that I've been for, like, the last couple of weeks. I've been so drained. I just feel like I don't know what I can do to help. What can I do to help? And um, and I don't know what that answer is right now. And that's Okay. But I also have to get out of the anger of it. I have to get out of the anger of, yeah, I haven't been given a fair shake in life, but I'm still here. My life matters because I make it matter. And one of the things that I have seen is the triggering of black people and they don't know how to. Release that anger and vent out that anger because it's hurtful. And that pain runs deep. It runs really, really, really deep. And it's hard to explain to someone that's not black or a person of color that they're getting discriminated against just because they were born in this body. It doesn't matter the spiritual being that lies within. What matters is that my color is darker than you, so that makes me lesser than you. <laughs> Does that not sound ridiculous? But that's just how America has been set up. And for the first few days of the protest, I cried. I didn't know like how I was gonna like not be so angry. Because anger is a low vibration. And as you Think about low vibrations in the collective, you know first it was like fear when the pandemic happened, oh, fear, don't be and I kept telling you guys don't feed into the fear, don't feed into fear, don't do it. the low entities they're they're expanding, they're expanding, and that's exactly what happened and then now it's switched into anger, anger is a low vibration, and these entities are utilizing people and using them as puppets. That cop that had his knee on George was possessed (laughs) and when I say that I mean I can see like the there's a couple of conspiracy theories I think that they're actors and in a show and they had like police on the tag which all this is weird right this is the whole situation is so freaking weird but the guy in his eyes and face didn't even look like he was there in the physical if you know what I mean, right? So these entities, they come in and possess people. I mean, I've had it happen to me when I'm drinking alcohol or whatever, but I'm protected because I do protection rituals. I have ancestors, I have purpose and so forth and so on. And I'm not excusing the cop at all. I'm just saying that as a spiritual person, you need to look at it for what it is. And not for what it is, for what you, when you get the anger out of it. And you really start paying attention to the clues of the thing, right? What happened to George happened to so many different black men and women of color is absolutely insane. And the problem is that the cops that are quote-unquote bad aren't getting reprimanded from. They're not getting convicted. If they get... If they get charged, they don't get convicted. It's like this long road, and they always get off. And if they do, they only have to serve a few months. Just like the white girl in Dallas that shot your boy in his apartment while he was eating ice cream. And, I mean, they were coddling her. And it's just like, but you killed a black man while he was sitting in his own damn house. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just so... It's overwhelming for black people. And, and as a spiritualist and as someone that's in tune to spirit, I know that this is a war that's going on. And the war has really transpired in the physical, but it's more in the physical now than it's ever been before because the veil is so thin. So I struggle with that. I struggle with like, you know, being triggered from the anger And utilizing my spiritual gifts to really see the truth of the matter. Right? I can tell when someone's remorseful. I can tell when somebody's acting. I can tell when someone's lying. And all of this has, it just feels like a setup to me. And now that I've got my anger out of it, I'm looking at the big picture. And the big picture is, why is all this happening right now in this moment in time? Right during an election year? Right during a pandemic? Why are things burning to the ground? And these are questions that you need to ask yourself while you are trying to figure out what it is that you want to do, right? And how you want to respond to the Black Lives Matter movement. Are you an ally? Are you supporting? Are you just sitting on the sidelines waiting for something to happen? Because it doesn't have anything to do with you. Right? Don't sit on the sidelines being still thinking that, oh, those black people. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with me. So I'm just going to like live in my own little world because that's how it is. No, it affects all of you. Because America was... I mean, we built America. America is built off the backs of our ancestors. And it's a time for the karma to come back. It's been time. And that's what I feel, you know. I just think that it's just been time. And, uh, And it's a processing period for us healers. Because it's like... I really need to ground myself daily. Don't watch the news. Get my ass off social media. And really pay attention to what God is trying to show me. Because this age of Aquarius, the empire is going to fall, but it's going to be rebuilt again. And we as healers and clairvoyant and clairaudient and all of us that are in tune to God and to in tune to spirit, we're the ones that's going to help the collective move forward. But we cannot help the collective move forward if we're in a low vibration of anger. And I'm not saying don't be angry because I have been. I've been very angry and I still get triggered from here and there. But I pull myself out of it. Because there's bigger fish to fry. There's a bigger perspective that we need to be focused on. And that's like if you don't have kids, then this is not for you. But like if you have children... Then you know that you're you birth a whole generation of star seeds, you know that your children are different and they're special and they're wise, they're wiser than we are, and they are here to help with the con- and move the consciousness. My son doesn't eat sweets, if he does, it's very rare. He's like, I want to eat vegetables and. I want fruit and I don't like things that's fried, mom. I need you to like saute it and skin. He's I don't like that fried stuff. He barely eats it. If he eats fried food, he takes the skin off. He takes skin off of it. That's how our kids are set up now. They're not gonna eat the same junk we are because this is about a consciousness that's gonna be moving forward. Right? So that's a lot, right? It's a lot to take in. so much to take in but anyway I um I, I have so much to say but I don't want to overwhelm you guys but I want you to think about that first I want you to think about what is triggering your anger figure out what that is release it and start looking at the bigger picture Start looking at the picture of how can I move the consciousness forward with my gifts that God gave me? What can I do to help? What can I do to be a service? How can I move the collective forward? Because we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. And if you get caught up in that human experience in the 3D and the physical, you're never going to move forward. You're going to always stay still and stuck. Go protest? Absolutely. If you're in a position to protest in a position to donate, donate post, do whatever it is that you need to do for the cause, but don't get sucked in to the anger and the anger of it because that vibration, especially when you're around a bunch of people that have the same vibration, nothing but destruction is gonna happen, and even though a lot of those buildings that are burning are like planted and people you know, white supremacists and KKK are going down there and doing these things on purpose to make black people look bad. Um, There's a lot of peaceful protests that are going on. The ones I was laying down on their stomach in Denver, in Colorado, I'm not sure if it was Denver, but I was just like in tears because I was like, that's what I'm talking about. You know, Um, the, the police officers kneeling along with the citizens. That is what I'm talking about. The vibration of love and coming together is much higher than anger. But anger get things done. And that's a fact. And right now, that anger is making chaos. (laughs) It's creating chaos. It really is. And um, we have that duality because my shadow side is like, burn this bitch down. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't even care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. My people were shackled, thrown, raped, all of that, and people want to go to these plantations and take pretty pictures because the plantation is pretty, but not looking at what happened on these plantations—being raped and and beaten and things like that. We don't want to talk about that, doll. We don't want to talk. We don't. We don't want to discuss that. That part of America. And even in the Jim Crow, not even giving people the—I'm not even gonna go there right now because I was getting—but my shadow side triggers those wounds for my ancestors. I'm like, yo, burn this bitch. Down. I don't care. I don't care. But then my light side and my <laughs> my kumbaya side—it's like, no, we need to. We need to push love. We need to like get unity. We need to like use our gifts as spiritual beings and so forth but at the same time though even in my light side it's like we have to fight we have to fight for that we have to move forward I mean Soleil even said it on her post a couple of days ago She's like all these spiritual people y'all need to stop this love and light shit right now this ain't the time I'm like what do you mean it's not the time is this not the time to spread love <laughs> no we need to fight but we don't need to be in the anger of it we need to be in a fight like I, I am fighting for what? What is it that you're fighting for? Are you fighting for justice? Are you fighting to move the consciousness forward? Are you fighting for, you know, what is it that you're fighting for? What is it that you want? Like, what is it? You know, I don't want to be, you know, on this podcast episode right now in this segment for ranting and raving, but I just want to trigger some questions in you to be like, what is it that you need to do? To get out of the anger and to stand strong and fight. And what's the solution on what we need to do to get forward? Right? Because this pain runs deep. And this pain has been around for too long for us to continue to brush it under the rug. It's 2020, the age of Aquarius. It is time for us to make the move. And we are the ones that's going to collectively, the ones that are with the gifts, are the ones that's going to move us forward. But you cannot do that if you're sitting in anger. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> so my second part though, you know, that I, I'm gonna come out on Wednesday is going to be about how EFT um emotional freedom technique helped me, and that's tapping helped me clear that womb of the five-year-old black girl that was told that she I couldn't be her friend anymore because she was white and what that brought up in me you know and I had that happen I healed that when I was in my third 30 was it late 20s I think it was my late 20s or early 30s you know because um I think it was my late 20s but anyway um I had to heal that all those years and then I look back at like damn this is why this triggered me on different jobs and careers that I was in I was like oh because it was that womb right and how EFT could help you during this time right now because those wounds are there for a reason and they need to be healed and it's this gaping womb that's on America because the blood is on their hands this is not. This is nothing new. It's not like, oh, forget about slavery. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to do that just like you, you want Jews to forget about Holocaust. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's like, I'm not going to just continue to act like my voice it doesn't matter or my life doesn't matter. Until my life start mattering, it, I'm going to always be vocal on it. And I'm raising a black son who is privileged. However, he is still a little black kid. I saw... Okay. So, we're at the Dollar Store, right? Dollar Tree. This is during a pandemic. Like well, we're still in a pandemic. Whatever. So, we're like at <laughs> Dollar Tree. Is, and um, this little white girl, she's cute. She had to be the same age as A1. And A1's dancing. You know, he's always singing because he's just a happy kid. And she was just staring at him because... He was put on a show. He's a Leo. Everything's got to be about him. And uh, the girl's father grabbed her, snatched her, and moved her to, like, don't look at him. And not only did I see it, I felt it. Like, I mean, I'm intuitive. <laughs> I'm a seer. I can see. And I was just like, wow, what is my eight-year-old son supposed to do with, to, to your daughter? Like, what is that fear? My son's eight. He's with me holding hands and singing. And as happy as he can be. And he didn't notice it. And the little girl didn't notice it. But I knew what the father did. An eight-year-old little boy. Right? So that's how deep the wound is. And that's why Black Lives Matter movement is important. So... (laughs) That being said, there's something else that uh, I want to start doing on my podcast because I want to leave you guys on positive notes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick an angel card at the end and just kind of and let that be your focus until the next time we talk. Okay. Um, I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to me. Season five is about to be fire. I got some more guests lined up. But the way that this is like... (laughs) The way that, I mean, every day is something new. Like, I'm, I'm waiting for the aliens to come show up and be like, you know, yo. um, We're going to show up and clean this shit up. You know what I'm saying? Or we're going to end up like Mars. <laughs> Mars didn't have life on the planet, for those that didn't know. But anyway, like, um, we got to get our shit together. And it's on us to do it, right? All right. I love you guys. Um... So let's get ready for my oracle readings. All right. Hey, you guys, I'm back. So hopefully that segment helped you guys navigate through like the pain, the fear, the anger, because we have bigger fish to fry. Right. So I'm going to get more into that on Wednesday. Um, the 3rd, <laughs> June 3rd, right? So look, you're not even going to believe this card I picked. So the first card I had gotten was Moon Cycles. I was like, we just had a Moon Cycle. So I'm not, I said, no, I said, I need a specific card for, um, for you to tell to, you know, my listeners and the card that popped up <laughs> was Divine Order. And it says, Archangel Raguel. <laughs> um, everything is how it needs to be right now. Look past the illusion and see underlying order. And that is so crazy because I just said that. Look past illusion. Look past what you think that you see. Get out of the anger of things and really see what it is that you need to see. Like my grandfather, my, my father used to say all the time. He used to say, never believe anything that you hear in half of what you see. So on that note, I'm going to leave you guys. (laughs) Um, I also want to let you know that I am doing a special on my spiritual consultations. They're normally $75. So I'm doing $20 off on that. You can book on my website, thesoulcoach.org. If you're on Instagram, you know to find me on soulcoach, S-O-L-E, coach, underscore, I do have another page for my podcast specifically. It's called Soul Coach The Podcast. And um, yeah, if you guys need some prayer, um, some healing, or anything like that, just give me, um, reach out to me on any of my platforms. Uh, I love you guys so much. You know that I am here, even when I'm exhausted. (laughs) Um, We are in some new times right now. And it is up to you um, to be strong enough to have an understanding that you are still in power and don't ever feel like you're powerless because you are connected to the greatest source, which is God. And and when you are connected to that source and that light and that love, nothing but good things is going to come your way. And even though you have adversity, And things, the illusion of things might not seem like it's working out, but behind the smoke and mirrors and the show, it always is, right? All right, you guys, thank you. And I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday for part two of Spirituality and Racism.